Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is The Drive with A.D. and Raph on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the drive with AD and Raf. Once again, a bit of a scramble day here at 93.7 Tickets. We'll kind of have different hosts uh, on different shows throughout the day because uh, we've got most of our hosts out at a golfing event and uh, myself and Rico back in studio. So uh, we will just kind of... Pass the mic around throughout the day so you can hear from all your favorite uh, ticket personalities and also me and Rico. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and also we're here, <laughs> so that's around. a thing. Uh, but uh, interesting uh, kind of day in, in, in sports. Obviously, we're getting closer and closer to football. Did you get a chance to watch the uh, the, the Johnny Manziel documentary? I did Netflix not. It's just released. I did not, but I did see one thing from it that is being passed around the internet like wildfire, and yes. it's the fact that Johnny didn't watch film at <laughs> Not all one second there was a point where the browns like uh uh coaches went to johnny's agent and said like hey dude he's not watching any film and the agent goes well he's gotta be watching some film i think he said his ipad says 0.00 hours <laughs> and then it pans to johnny and he just holds up his hand like a zero and he goes zero <laughs> and that's terrible you're yeah. the number one overall pick you've gotten your your you're living your best life You've gotten everything that people dream of. You're playing in the NFL, and you squandered it because you didn't want to watch film. And to me, that looks as if maybe he didn't have to watch film in college. And that's how yeah. he like that's how he got by. He's like, oh, I didn't have to watch it in college. Look how successful I was. I, I was the number one overall pick. I don't have to watch it now. But that's just such a – the approach to that – is just ridiculous. But there's also the fact that the dude's still... I mean, he just got a Netflix documentary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's opening up a... Uh, at Texas a and he's opening up a bar called Johnny Manziel Money Bar. Yeah. I. <laughs> so he's, he's always going to be marketable. Yeah, it's not like he's not, you know, living good still. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously, if you heard about the documentary, too, I mean, it wasn't... I mean, he had... He's had a, you know, he had his pro- his ups and downs. Certainly, I think he had a five million dollar bender that he went on with the plant in his life afterwards. Um, so, I mean, it was, it's, it, it's, it'll be an interesting documentary. I want to, kind of, I want to check it out. I didn't have enough chance uh, last night too, uh, to to check it out. But I mean, you talk about just one of the. You know, in, in pro football, bust, all that, I, I, I kind of get that. When you're talking about just college football, Johnny Manziel, that, that's must-see TV. That was electric. Yeah. 
Money Manziel and the the uh, the 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 hand signs and the what was it against Alabama the the like jump pass but like he like spun yeah. in the air like just everything he did to, everything he did at Texas A&M was just electric and he like you said must watch TV um, and it was really was it after that Alabama game like the first time well. I don't know if he beat him twice, but uh, when he did beat Alabama, it was like after that, everybody's like, oh, wait a minute. Look at this Johnny Manziel guy. Yeah, I think that was – I believe it was his freshman year. I think he came on pretty early. Because uh, he, he won it as a redshirt freshman redshirt or redshirt freshman, soft, believe, redshirt yeah. freshman, redshirt sophomore, whatever it was. Um, and it was like the first time that a sophomore had won the Heisman. So it was uh, a very big deal. With Mr. Money Manziel. Yeah, so he had, uh, looks like he was, he broke numerous records, including becoming the first freshman and fifth player in NCAA history to pass for 3,000 and rush for 1,000. Man, that's a lot of that's damage crazy. done. That's crazy. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then of course became known as, as Johnny Football. Um, sometimes I, it's kind of funny because. Johnny Manziel is a year older than me. Is he really? Yeah, he's, he, so. He's thirty. I turned thirty this year, but he was born in December, so he's a year older than me. It's kind of interesting too, because when I look at his draft class, and it was twenty fourteen, and, and you know, again, because he was just kind of labeled a bust right away, you just kind of wonder how many of those guys are still in the league. They're getting a little bit older, those that twenty fourteen. That's the Jadavian Clowney, Sammy Watkins, Khalil Mack type of guys. Mike Evans. I still think Khalil Mack should have gone number one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the hindsight would say so. Jadavion Clowney didn't. Hey, quite he have like that led career. the he led the NCAA in tackles like two years and three years in a row. But he played for Buffalo. I understand, but still, <laughs> you could you could see you could tell. You know, the number two pick was that was a pretty good draft, wasn't it, Clowney? It was Greg Robinson. Wait, was Jadavion number one? Jadavion was number one. When did Johnny get picked? Johnny didn't get picked till 18th, I believe. Oh, I thought he was Sorry, 22nd. 22nd yeah. to the Browns. He was the second quarterback taken. Um, Blake Bortles was taken third. Oh, yeah. By the Jaguars. I do not remember this draft at all. <laughs> it's a pretty entertaining <laughs> draft. Uh, they also, as far as quarterbacks, so Johnny was the second quarterback taken. And then the next, and, and Blake obviously didn't have a great career. Uh, at 32, Teddy Bridgewater was taken by the Vikings. Mm. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And then at 36... Teddy Bridgewater was going to be so good. Pre-injury Teddy Bridgewater. That non-contact freak knee injury where he almost had to have his leg amputated. Like, he was so good before that. He was. Uh, Derek Carr was picked in 36, second round. Out of Fresno State. Out of Fresno State. Also in the second round picked, Devontae Adams. Out of of Fresno Fresno State. State. Out of Fresno State. Uh, Let's see if there's any... They were teammates for one season in uh, Las Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that didn't work. That was like the reunion, right? That did not work at all. Nebraska picks that year. Sec- this is 2014, the Johnny Manziel draft. Okay. Second round, cornerback. 20. 2014. No, that was, well, Alfonso Dennard? Or was he, but he was before that. How about Stanley? Oh. Stanley Jean-Baptiste. 
um, because of his height, <laughs> was picked in the second round. Had a pretty good career. Yeah. And a little bit underrated, I think, with him and Siante Evans. Like, coming off Prince and Alfonso, we were all, we were, I mean, we were just. We're like, we're, yes. Yes. And, and we were like, this cornerback. cornerback. And, and Bo Pelini, obviously, if you followed his track record, was a secondary coach first and foremost. And so, that like, that was going to be great. And then, like, we had Siante Evans and, and San Jean Baptiste, and we're like, these guys aren't as good as Alfonso Dinner and Prince of Makamara. At the same time, they've probably the best tandem we've had since then. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, the bad thing is, like, you know, you, you sit there and you say, oh, these guys aren't as good as these guys before. But then you think of those guys before, and Prince is, like, an all-timer. Yeah. And, and Alfonso, maybe not an all-timer, but still, like, an extremely really successful corner. And you look at these guys, you go, oh, you're not as good as those guys. Like, yeah, but they're still really good. <laughs> and and you know, I, I go back to that, too, sometimes when you think about just the drop-off in talent. And, and you could say Bo Pliny was winning off of uh, of Callahan's recruits, and certainly the best ones, a lot of them were Callahan recruits. But he, he did, you know, he, he could swing. He did pretty he solid. He did pretty good in recruiting. He did pretty solid. Also, uh, at least development. And I did, I did want to shout this out. I just, i got to be honest, kind of forgot about it. Got mm-hmm. lost in the shuffle of everything we were doing. Uh, Nebraska women's soccer. Opened their season last night against uh, South Dakota State. They were down 1-0 for the longest time. Tied it up. Ended up winning the game 2-1. to Comeback victory for Nebraska women's soccer. There you go. That's a way to start the year. The uh, the uh, Matt Rule had a picture he was there. As he said in his presser, they were all going. As long as you know the players weren't injured or anything, they were all going to go and watch the uh, season opener for women's soccer, and they got to witness a win. He was talking about surrounding themselves with winners and watching winning programs. Well, there you go. There you go. Open the season with a dub. Can't ask for much more than that. I love that Matt Rule basically is there like is there anything going on in Lincoln? We're going. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Let's get let's do it. Any right any chance to get any PR or any like niche group in, you know, to like Matt Rule in the in the Husker team. I think that's kind of fun. They're just like, hey, we're still here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Don't forget about you guys, us. You guys are, I don't know, I wanna I wanna shout out the people that did that actually uh um give me one second while I see and this is I should have done this for okay. Um, Kayla Anderson was assisted by Avery LeBlanc for the first finish of the game. Um, I think that was for the Jackrabbits. And then, oh, it doesn't, there we go. Uh, the Huskers took the lead and scored the game winner just five minutes later as Carpenter and Weber forced an own goal. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah Weber, who scored the, the tying goal, uh, Kaima Carpenter was the freshman who, uh, assisted on that first goal to Sarah Weber. So there you go. Shout out to the the soccer team. Kaima Carpenter and Sarah Weber tying it up and then forcing an own goal to take the win away from the Jackrabbits. I got to make it out to that soccer facility. I it drive looks I drive by it all the time. It looks fantastic. Hibner. It looks fantastic. And they play uh play continue exhibition play at home against Oklahoma this Friday at 7:05. Wait a minute. This was just an exhibition game. It still counts. Darn it, Rico. <laughs> That's less it's their, It starts their season. It's an exhibition game. It's their season. Their season well, it's started. it's good that they won an exhibition game, but all this talk about winning programs and stuff, it's just an exhibition but game. But it's a win. I, sure. <laughs> well, if you lose, it's, it still doesn't feel good. I'm, You're surrounding I yourself guess. with winning. What are you talking about? <laughs> I so just don't basket- get all that excited about so preseason if, victories. So if basketball loses their exhibition... Or you're just like, oh, well, this doesn't look very good. If they win, you're like, oh, yeah, you're excited. It's well, still you're a win. supposed to win your preseason games if you're playing nobody state. That's no, but South Dakota State's a good program. Mm. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. And then they play Oklahoma. It's another exhibition. Well, pretty, it still counts. That is interesting exhibition. So games. you're telling me if Nebraska had, if Nebraska football had a preseason game against uh, North Dakota State and and they won, <laughs> you wouldn't be excited. 
I don't know. I would have at least liked to just maybe it's my fault. I wasn't I wasn't in tune that it was an exhibition game. I just was a little more excited until you said that. It's still, <laughs> it's still be excited. It's still a win. It just it, it's not. They're zero and zero. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> All right, we got one more segment. Uh, we'll kind of figure stuff out uh, coming up here on the drive uh, with AD and Raph, of course, myself, Jake Bachman, Enrique Alvarez, Cleary. More sports coming next. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.